0: This is an ECU Ready Podcast. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the ECU Ready Podcast. I'm the host, Lamar Gilchrist. On this episode, we will be speaking to student veteran Joseph Rattay on his time in the military and his transition into the college life. We'll also be speaking to Dr. Anna Fraula, who runs the Veteran to Scholar program at ECU. Hope you enjoy. At East Carolina University, veterans make up an important part of the student body. With multiple military bases within driving distance, military members come to North Carolina from all over the country and after serving. Look for an academic home to start or finish their education. ECU has nearly 1,500 post 9-11 GI Bill recipients and has been ranked as one of the top best for vets by the Military Times. ECU student Joseph Rattay is one of those former military members at ECU. Joseph, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today about your military experience and the transition from serving to returning to school. Thank you, Lamar. So, Joseph, what was your military experience like?
1: Uh, To give some context, I was in the Army. So um, it was come from a Marine Corps background because that's what my father was. uh, But it was still a culture shock going into the uh, Army. Um, Definitely. It was definitely good. I learned a lot about myself and learned that I could push um, past a lot of my limits that i thought i could not go past
0: earlier before we started the interview you told me you were in the military for six years were you ever deployed or stationed somewhere
1: i deployed once to um, Helmand province afghanistan in 2016 and then i um, i was stationed majority of my time in uh Drum, new york
0: so being stationed in New York, were you still seeing non-military American life some, or was it most of your time was being spent on the base?
1: I lived in a barracks, so I lived very close to my unit. I pretty much only saw other active duty people basically 24-7. And what
0: was that transition like to go from being just a regular civilian to now being in the military and surrounded by other military members?
1: Um, well... Once you get used to it, it's just like normal. I mean, I can't. It's hard to explain. Um, you have all the, you have different people who are doing the same thing as you, and are similar to you. So it's easier to get to know them and to hang out with them. Um, and you learn you can learn that people are can be different um, outside of the military life. So they could be someone different in their personal life and different in their military life. So why
0: did you choose ECU when you got out of the military?
1: Out of all the schools um, that I was accepted to, ECU was the first one to reach out to me. From a from a student veteran services um, perspective, ECU was the first one to reach out to me. So that was one of the biggest factors.
0: And what are you studying at ECU?
1: Um, exercise physiology to hopefully get into occupation the Occupational
0: Therapy graduate program. So what does that entail? Is that similar to physical therapy?
1: a little bit different. Um, I'm looking forward to shadowing um, some occupational therapists, but I don't have a concrete idea. It sounds bad, but I don't have a concrete idea of what they do. I know the generic of what I read online and what I've researched, but it's not as uh, visible as, say, physical therapy.
0: What was that initial conversation like when ECU Student Veteran Services contacted you? Were they just trying to tell you that ECU was a welcoming place for veterans to come?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's basically it. And uh, they had a really good um, uh, services for veterans. And that's pretty important when I was transitioning. um, I wanted somewhere where um, I could get uh, really good help because uh, I wasn't sure of what to do. And uh, they really helped out.
0: What was the transition like going from the barracks to your first class back with a bunch of fresh out of high school kids?
1: I doubt that uh, maybe maybe the hard way that um, a lot of your peers might generally not care as much as you do uh, about school because school, you transition from doing something as your job, as your life, and then you transition to school, and then school becoming your job and your focus, and... I guess you look at it more intensely and more intently that you need to do well. And you see people just not giving a lot of effort or complaining about really simple things that are really easy and not hard. And just to complain that, about this or that. And um, it was kind of annoying at first, uh, to be honest. But um, after a while, um, I relaxed a little bit and it wasn't as intense. Was
0: it the lack of focus that people had that bothered you or was it the complaining about having to work that bothered
1: you? For me was, they were complaining about certain grades that they got, but if you looked at how much effort they put into what they got, you can see like, you, you kind of like asked for that yeah. kind of thing. So for me, um, I put a lot of effort into my work. And it shows to when I don't put as much effort, that's the, that reflects my grade. So um, just knowing that you could totally, you could do so much better if you actually tried instead of not try and then get a bad grade they complain about the teacher who gave you that grade because of the amount of effort that you put in. So it was, um, it was,
0: just it was just something to get used to. Were you always that driven to get things done or was that something that you picked up from your time in the military?
1: Um, so I before the military I was going to school. Um, I would study and stuff, but I wasn't trying as hard as I am now. Um and just looking back, um, if I didn't understand something, I never asked a teacher um for help. Uh, now I ask the teacher for help. Um, I read things ahead of time most of the time to see what's going to happen and how I can study and how I can plan ahead and using my time more wisely instead of uh, doing this or that before. Now I just build my time around school. Was that difficult to go from being
0: surrounded by people who understood what you had been through to then be surrounded by people who mostly can't relate to you in those same ways?
1: Um, At first, some people want to not tell anyone that they're in the military but for me it just kind of happens like uh i don't just outright tell people it just kind of happens that way and um there's a disconnect you feel kind of like an outsider because you're not exactly you haven't exactly experienced similar things that they have and since you're an outsider coming in with different experiences um, you just kind of look at things differently, and um, and you know you're different from, say, your peers, and sometimes you're older than a majority of your peers, and so often uh, often isolated. But after you get to, after you kind of try to get to know people in your uh, class, um, it's it's really good to help break that barrier and get to know. Your peers. And do the Veteran to Scholar program and the Student Veteran Services help put you in touch with other veterans? Um, those that go to the Student Veteran Services Lounge, um, a lot of us there support each other and um, help each other out. Um, I'm glad I went to Dr. Frola's uh, Soldier to Scholar program because uh, the friends that I have now are some of the friends that I met there and have been my friends since.
0: So if a veteran was listening to this and they were feeling a little isolated, then you would recommend going somewhere like the student veteran services?
1: Mm -hmm. I would uh, recommend trying to get in touch with the uh, student veteran services of the school and see if you can get plugged in that way. Um, If you're feeling isolated, so you can meet people with similar uh, experiences regardless of branch and um, you could start there instead of just feeling isolated the whole time.
0: Thank you, Joseph, for coming on the show. I've enjoyed getting to see your perspective. Thank you. Along with ECU Student Veteran Services, which offers support for student vets that includes counseling, benefit assistance, and scholarship access, ECU's faculty researchers are helping the veterans with the transition from an active duty to a student lifestyle. Dr. Anna Fraula, an associate professor of film studies in the Department of English, has designed a program that brings together war scholars and student veterans at ECU. The Veteran to Scholar Bridge program was created to help ECU veterans acclimate to the university during their first semester on campus. Program participants have discussed their war experiences through the study of humanities texts, including novels and poetry from World War I, films from World War II and the Iraq War, and the soundtrack from Hamilton, the musical. Dr. Fraula, thank you for speaking with us today. Thanks for having me. So, Professor Frola, how did you get involved with helping veterans? It's
2: a bit of a long story, um, but I started taking a class on Vietnam War narratives when I was a PhD student, and that was my father's war, and I wanted to learn about his experience. He didn't talk about it very much, and that was also the year that um, the Bush administration was making the case to invade Iraq, and I couldn't help but see a lot of parallels between the two, so... I ended up writing my dissertation on, um, it was going to be about a lot of different things with military culture, but it ended up just being about representations of military women. And then when I got here to ECU, I was excited about um, the proximity of this campus to the military bases. And I started working with the Pirate Veterans um, Organization. So this is a a club, a student club um, for student veterans. And um, a couple years in, I found an opportunity to write a grant for the National um, Endowment of the Humanities. And it was with their um, Standing Together initiative, it's called Dialogues on the Experience of War. And I worked with the leadership of the club to kind of see what, what is missing here? What do you wish was here at ECU that you had gotten to experience your first year? So they helped me design this program and I run it for two weeks in the summer. Um, the grant funded it for two weeks. Um, and the purpose of the grant is to discuss the experience of war using humanity sources as kind of springboards. And what we found is that um, talking about wars, you know, talking about texts about wars about 100 years ago, um, they helped veterans feel less alone over time because they see that the experiences that they had are, are universal to the experience of war and not just, you know, a personality quirk or something. So they feel connected to veterans across time.
0: But what are some of the things the veterans get from your veteran to scholar program?
2: They get humanities credits and it allows them to acclimate to the classroom, which can be really difficult for a lot of different reasons. There's the, the age gap uh, between them and a lot of students, they are coming from a culture where um, asking for help is considered a weakness. And so I talk, tell them how important it is to ask questions when they don't understand the
0: material. What problems do you see veterans coming into college trying to adapt to?
2: Well, I mentioned the lack of mission um, and lack of purpose, which can be really, really difficult to deal with. Um trying to figure out what you're going to be now that your entire identity has has shifted. Some have traumatic brain injuries and that they've got to come up with strategies to kind of overcome the issues that come with that. Not all, but some do have post-traumatic stress and, um, they, the veterans I've worked with have shared, um, a lot of painful stories with me, um, it's important for them to just get used to sitting in a classroom for that long because they've had jobs that have kept them, you know, busy and active. Um, It can be difficult for them to find a purpose. So we talk about ways to make education, their job, their new job, their new purpose. And um, I think another difficult thing that we, that they experience is they've left their military family. They've left people who have got them through the most challenging experience of their lives. And they're with a bunch of, you know, students who have just come out of high school. So it allows them to get to know each other to kind of form a supportive cohort. And, um, it gets them ready. You know, we, we do orientation activities. We go to the library, to the writing center, to the academic success center and other, other resources so that once they're on campus full time, they, know where everything is they know where the student veteran services is most importantly and they feel like they're starting to belong um as a student you know with that identity shift from military to to student identity
0: and the part that non-veteran students play is a big part in this too isn't it
2: it is um, and i think it's important for civilians like us to just learn how to listen without judgment and also to invite them to do things I mean I, I encourage them to join not just the pirate veterans if, if they're interested in that but also a club that is important to their discipline because you know they they want to they want to be seen as just any other student in a lot of ways um, and they want to get to know students um, even, you know typical students that are 18 to 22 they want they want to be as regular student as 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 they are
0: what's the sort of age group for the veterans that you usually work with is it ones who served long enlistments or is the just the length vary
2: both so i've I've the four years um four years of service and then coming back to school um and also some that are around my age which is nowhere close to 18 to 22
0: (laughs) in your time working with veterans how many different ones do you think you've worked with
2: oh gosh um I probably have gotten to know around fifty so far,
0: and all fifty of those veterans you've helped are they all combat veterans, or they come from different areas?
2: Some are combat. Um, one, I know one who's been on about eight or nine combat missions, and some who have, you know, worked in motor transport. So, um, all walks of the military life: military intelligence, um, infantry. Front lines, uh, chaplains, assistants there I get I learn about a lot more about all the all the different jobs that they can have in the military.
0: How can a regular student who knows a veteran just help them as much as they can?
2: You know, that's an interesting question. Um, um, a professor named Sheena Egan who works over on the West Campus. Um, she she teaches military medical ethics. Um, she did an honors, class. She taught an honors class, um, this past fall and it was about military ethics. And so she formed a veteran panel where the students got to ask a lot of questions. And one student in particular made kind of an infographic that kind of answers these questions. Um, what can typical students do to reach out? Um, again, it's just, you know, have, if, have counseling, you know, if you know of any counseling resources that, that it, well, if they're needed, they're, um, but mainly it's just kind of reaching out, you know, how are you doing, you know, show, show that you're interested in them, their lives, um, what they're doing now, not just what they've done. Um, I think they, they, from what I've learned, I think just, you know, listening without judgment is, I think, the most important thing, um, understanding if they need to take a moment um, not asking questions about have you killed someone um but mainly you know what was your job like there what were were some of the neatest places you visited um what were some of your best memories and what are you doing now i think is a really important question um because again they 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 do want to they do want to integrate and be a part of the campus and um not just be seen as veterans, but, but their, their full, you know, personhood.
0: Dr. Fowler, thank you very much for speaking with me today.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on.
0: Once again, I have been your host, Lamar Gilchrist. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next time.